0: Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch-Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder. Make sure you rate and review No Catch-Up available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch-Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review. Pass the links to the homies. Let everybody know. You know the deal. No Catch-Up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No
1: Catch-Up. No ketchup.
0: What's really good, my people? Welcome in and no catch our sports talk via Chicago. I'm your host Sean Little Big Nick the Quick with me from Florida as That's always. Uh-huh. Man, we got a lot to talk about. It's early morning. I put too much cream in my coffee. I, I think I smoked the whole glass. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk you, about you, that in a second.
1: You, you just gotta come over to the dark side, man. Cream, uh, dude, this, I know, this, man. Cream, I this just, cream just, and I, sugar mission is dead. <laughs> Stay black, man.
0: So, we're going to talk, we got a bunch of NFL stuff to talk about. We got to talk about the A.B. situation because I think a lot more information is coming out on that, and that's changing the the, the angle of, of him just walking off the field, right? So, we're going to talk about A.B. Burrow and the <laughs> Bengals, me and Nick have been talking about Joe Burrow for quite a while now, and I mean, look, that's not the new, this dude is a monster, and we're going to get into, you know, what he's done the last couple of weeks, they clinched the division, Jackpot Joe, all types of stuff is going on. He's now like top 3 or 4 in the MVP race. We're going to talk about Burrow and the Bengals. Ben Roethlisberger, last game at Heinz Field last night. What's his legacy? Just like what is it? Like I am going to figure it out as the show goes on cuz I don't I don't really know exactly how what, what what he I guess I know what he means to me in in in, in my in my opinion of Ben, ben Roethlisberger, but Overall in the league, what's that legacy going to look like? We'll talk about that. I'm excited NBA, to
1: talk about it. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you put that on there because yeah, I feel like you, you might have a different different view on it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> going to the NBA, a couple point guards went crazy last night. John Morant, I mean, that's that's becoming a nightly endeavor. John Morant, Trey goes for 56 last night. Ant Simons goes for 42. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about just some NBA point guards. I want to get Nick's opinion on a couple things as well. Bulls lose Javante for a couple of weeks. Um I, we're starting I to lose people. The ball club. We're starting to not be at full strength every week. So that is something that I want to talk about with you as well. And the Jerose and MVP talk. But first. Right. Um, but yeah, happy new year and all that. What's going on?
1: Hey, what's the somebody out here out here in Florida, chilling? You know, I had to get away. I had to get away from this this snow, this snowstorm coming. I know you love to talk about the weather.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hate talking. For those who don't know, I hate talking about the weather. Every time the weather comes up, it pisses me <laughs> off. Like, I know what the weather is. I'm outside, too. You jerk off. So, like, we don't need to talk about it. But, um
1: <laughs> but's good, yeah, good yeah. rough out there, though.
0: It is really rough out here right now. And it's funny because yeah. you said that because I, I literally just left Florida. I got back yesterday or on Sunday, late, late, late Sunday night. Or I guess Monday morning. But I was just out there, and it was really, really nice. I can't lie. Yeah. I was at the pool. I was
1: at the beach. So, it's yeah, there's, there's a whole lot of the country that doesn't have to deal with uh, no types of no types of climate at all.
0: Yeah, they uh, they're chilling. I like the season change and all that, but yeah, yeah. It is, this is that stretch in Chicago where it's like, what? Why do I live here? what is the point of this? Why am I here? Yeah, yeah exactly. so. Look, you, you see my coffee, G? What,
1: what, what, is, this, what, is, this, what, what is that, dude? What, what is that a milk?
0: Dude, th- should be milky, dog. I'm sick. Yeah, that's <laughs> hey, if, y'all, if y'all
1: aren't looking at the scene, Sean's coffee right now is tragic. What is that? Is that no, white? God, I'm
0: sick, bro. This should look like a white Russian, dog. It's bro, it's like <laughs> <laughs> that? My coffee looks like a white Russian. I'm yeah, hot, that is, nah, it that is, it 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 like sick. Bailey's.
1: get <laughs> yeah. some coffee with your cream
0: yeah bro for real i'm sick i was it was early man i had a little extra tip i was i was sick i should have should have should be measuring my shit
1: i I drink straight black man
0: i told you you to come over to the dark side man yeah that shit. that that creamer shit is is dead all right let's get into the nfl man let's talk ab first yeah i was uh that's funny because i was actually watching that game when it happened I don't even know. I, well, this is the thing. I'm still on my Brady NBA <coughs> ticket, right? So I try to sneak in over there and, and, and watch Brady as much as I can. And I was watching that because they were down, and I wanted to see, you know, what was going on, if they were going to come back, whatever, whatever. And I was watching for like 15 minutes, and I see this AB situation, and I'm immediately like, no. Also, that's real quick, before we go, that terrible loss for the Jets. I mean, yeah, that's a
1: a, a brutal loss. (laughs) The game was in hand. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's a brutal, brutal, brutal. Yeah, yeah. like 90-plus yards, no (laughs) timeouts. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, that was a classic, classic Brady drive he put together. But I saw it happening, and, of course, my initial instinct was AB's having, like, an AB episode and what the fuck is going on, Right. He takes his shirt off, throws his pads, walks off, jumps in the – gets a ride in the car from some guy that's a driver, I guess, for NFL guys. But he's recording him in the car. All types of clout-chasing activities. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what bothered me about that whole situation. I don't care if he gives you a ride. But why is he putting you on the internet in the back (laughs) – of the car, like you know what you you, you thought I was gonna leave my boy AB in the street, man. Yeah, we he here, just, like he
1: was just he was just looking for me. He was yeah, checking yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah Doug,
0: yeah. cut it out, man. Yeah, like, please place. cut it out. But yeah. it comes out that AB essentially told Arians that he was too hurt to play. That's a whole. I don't. I'm not even gonna speak on the injury portion, just because I don't know if what how true that is or. If A, B, whatever. Yeah, he he That's was like,
1: questionable all week, and then I think they cleared him on Sunday because he had practiced, and then he, he obviously started playing the
0: game, made a couple plays, and then. Uh, yeah, and then it was like, I can't go back out, right? Yeah. And it. it seems like Arian thought that he was just saying that or bullshit and whatever. And Arian said, yo, listen, if you're not going to go back in and you're not going to play, then you're not a buck anymore. And he said, yeah? Is that right? All right. Don't, don't, hey, don't even worry about it. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here now. What were your thoughts on that whole situation? And because from what you just said, it seems like Arians didn't believe he was hurt all week. That's kind of what I take from that. Maybe he thought A.B. was just skipping practice, whatever, and that kind of carried over into the game. This is his first week back from suspension, right? Second week. This was his second so he week. He did play last week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He went crazy the week before. And then we um, had the whole other element with the contract accelerators if he hits a certain point. So, it's crazy. It yeah. costs
1: itself a million dollars.
0: Yeah, let me know what you think. How, how do you feel about it? And it's come out that the Bucks have not officially released him.
1: Released him, yeah.
0: So, yeah, let me know what you think. He was at the Nets game sitting courtside last night. Like, oh, yeah.
1: Well, well, first off, I knew there was zero shot. He was leaving New York. He goes back to Florida. It's where, the, it's where the girl and the kids are. Life is quiet. If you got no work, man, why not stay in New York a few ex a couple of days? Kick it. He probably got a spot. He probably got the, the room at the Ritz, you know what I mean, the plaza. So I kick it for a few days. Got some East Coast studies on deck. So, you know, he's doing his thing. Uh, man, that whole situation was crazy. Um, all, the, all the information that's come out aside, just to see a dude literally pull off his shoulder pads pull off his, his his Under Armour tank top and throw it into the stands and <laughs> hey, walk out of the game like he's Dennis Rodman is something I have never seen in an NFL uniform. I mean, my man is doing jumping jacks. He's giving the peace sign. He's, he's that running was across very the Dennis f- Rodman-esque, yeah. for he's sure. Running, yeah, he's running across the field in the middle of the game um, and then finally makes the exit. Drops a single that night. <laughs> calls himself the Gremlin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Super Gremlin. Super Gremlin.
1: <laughs> so, like... <laughs> That whole aspect of it, regardless of what happened, that, that whole aspect. Um, now, I do know I saw that Pat McAfee had said something yesterday. Like, I guess since AB has come back from suspension, he felt that the team didn't support him during the suspension and that the relationship has pretty much been dust since then, you know, since the couple weeks that he's uh-huh. been back. Um, he felt they didn't have his back. And, you know, I think, you know, obviously he, he's kind of a temperamental guy. So, um, Apparently, you know, it's just Very. kind of been weird. Extremely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So apparently it's been crazy. Extremely since, temperamental. That's a perfect word. Yeah. Which, this is, let's keep it real. The suspension that he fully deserved when Maris out here trying to fake vax cars regardless of whether or not he, he got the backs afterwards, pay your chef, for this isn't an issue. This all Hey, exactly. this all stems from him not paying his chef. That, that, that's I true, was, right?
0: I was just going to say, <laughs> I was just going to bring that up because,
1: he but that's pays, also, he but chef, that's also. Not suspended.
0: Some, if he's not suspended, he doesn't get mad at them. If he doesn't get mad at them. He doesn't storm off the field on some No, day. right. But this, but listen. But this is. But that's also back to the temperamental like behavior. Say, like shit. I don't know. I don't know shit about if he owes the 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 chef 10k or not. Right. But obviously, your chef is upset and he feels like you owe him money. Figure out the situation. Don't like don't freeze him out find a new chef and never speak to him again like why don't you be a man step up and then figure out like what you need to do with the chef so everything is at least forget about if it's kosher between you two that the situation is handled and taken care of though and you don't have to you 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 didn't do my man dirty or wrong whatever you say whatever happened but that, that yeah that's that's the other thing it's like I don't I don't need to know too much more about the situation with the chef to know that there was an issue that he didn't settle and didn't and didn't didn't close up and finish up and have any closure with. Yeah. And then that, that that's like that seems to be a lot like very typical A.B. behavior. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah.
1: So, I mean, regardless of what the situation was, um, doing that is wild, right? Like, and I'm and saying now that like yeah, he refused to enter the game because he was hurt. And, you know, obviously Arians cut him right there on the sideline. So the whole situation is just uh, it, it, it's crazy to kind of see it in this way. Um, on the flip side, maybe he got his ring and he was like, fuck it. Second year is a bonus. You <laughs> see how long I want
0: to stick around for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that could yeah, be like he could have. I mean, well, well, that report makes a lot of sense because if if he didn't, he, if he's a, he's a guy that if you he feels like you're not supporting him, he does not. He's not rocking with you. He's it's it's me. It's yeah, the yeah. world against AB, right? And yep. for a second, it was AB the Bucks versus the world. Because no, no one else wanted to take him in. This was his squad. So then that, that's is the other thing. Bruce
1: is, is rocking with him. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Like Tom's rocking with me. They got my back. So then when he gets that feeling where they don't have his back anymore, that's when you start to get real wild A.B. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people are talking about. Mental it's the health. same thing that
1: happened in Pittsburgh, right? He felt that the organization didn't have his back anymore, so he started yeah. whiling out. Hey, look! I'm, so I retweeted it the other day, but uh, Mike Mike Tomlin, we can't we can't understate how great a job Mike Tomlin did having him and Le'Veon in the building
0: for that amount of time and winning all those ball games. Well, that's the those are the type of guys that can control <laughs> those type of guys. Yeah, yeah Mike Tomlin, and control Mike in the sense where they just can still get the most out of them while you know. Yeah, I mean, sure. AB was still going live in the locker room and shit. Yeah, yeah. That was so hard. like, you know, he he was still getting his AB shit off, but it it's it was it wasn't as 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 it didn't come out as much. It wasn't it wasn't like a talking point. It, I'm sure he was, there was a lot of stuff that he I'm was sure it was going
1: him. on behind the scenes like crazy.
0: No, no question, man. So yeah. for you, because we could talk about this for 40 minutes, but for you, it's over. No matter even if Arians. Even say Arians did cut him on the sideline and A B walked off like that. It's still dead to you.
1: Yeah, it's over with. I don't see how any team could bring him back in. I think he, number one, he's getting older. So I mean he's not A B from four or five years ago. Uh that's first and foremost, right? We know talent. Uh. Talent is always gonna get you and get you back. Um, but I think at this point, like he's quit now on three franchises. <laughs> you know what I mean? Three yeah. situations that, you know, OK, maybe the Raiders situation wasn't the best, but the Pittsburgh situation wasn't bad for him. He was getting 15 targets a game. You know what I mean? I mean, he, he, those numbers that he was putting up in Pittsburgh were ridiculous. It's not like Ben was ignoring him. Um, he goes to Raiders, gets all that money. That situation is crazy. Then he goes to what it has to like you just described it. The perfect spot for him was Tampa Bay. Right. You're playing with Tom Brady. You're competing for Super Bowls. You have a good role on the team. And this is right at a time when the team really needs you with all the injuries. And you pull this, I think the teams are going to look and be like it's not worth it. you're almost waiting you're waiting for something to happen if he can do it on a team that has legitimate super Bowl aspirations and is looking to repeat, who's to say he, he obviously he's going to go do it on any other squad, right like you're not going to put him in a better situation than what he was in in Tampa Bay, so I think that uh if I'm another you know GM I'm like yeah i don't I don't, I don't want to be part of this for oh, i
0: there's no question that i I'm, I wasn't even thinking about another squad. Like, that shit is not happening. You mean I like his legacy in general? Bu- no, I was just thinking about yeah. him coming back and playing for the Bucks. No, absolutely. God, no, what? Quit on the sidelines. He,
1: he, he, Bruce Arians can't look his players in the face after that.
0: Yeah, the, well, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, yeah. Maybe they just Any have disrespected to the to Arians,
1: If you're Arians and you probably, you know, you've stuck your neck out for this guy
0: a few times and he does this, there's also that whole thing where it's like, I don't even want to be around this guy. I'm done. But I, but I also think Arians has some fault if he cuts him on the sideline. On that first of all, you shouldn't be doing that in the first place. Like, what do you mean you? I'm cut. What are you talking yeah. about?
1: You know, in the, moment, in the heat of the moment, should have said.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and I guess shit is done, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, either way, either way, here's the thing. Either way, AB
1: a- has lost any benefit of the doubt just based on how it all went down. You know, I mean, if he had just walked off and then given an interview afterwards, like, yeah, I left because this is what happened. He told me to leave because I couldn't go back on the game injured. And he didn't make a huge scene about it, it wouldn't be an issue. But the damage is done now. Like, I, there's no way you can, you absolutely can't bring him back to the, to the box. He called himself a super gremlin it's in the middle of the game. <laughs>
0: Did you listen to the track? I didn't even listen no, to the track. No, I didn't even heard it, too. I need to listen to the I, track. I, feel, I, I
1: have not listened to You're probably fire, uh, low, low key. Oh, a lot of money. I think, you know, the numbers will speak for themselves as far as, you know, how he's remembered on the field. But I think that, uh, I think you, you had tweeted it the other day. All this goofy shit off the field absolutely is going to uh, tarnish his legacy. I think he's a Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. But oh, um, right. yeah. yeah, surefire Hall of Famer. But the goofy shit is definitely gonna. Uh, I mean, look at it, man. Look at people like TL. TL is just now shaking off the goofy shit. You still think about him as a goof, you know what I mean? Like
0: I never thought TL as a goof. He's but a goof. yes, I know what you mean.
1: You know what I mean?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think that's the biggest. That's the biggest tragedy in the whole thing, man. Is people are gonna remember AB as a clown, and he was legit had maybe. Like if you go look at, I know Jerry Rice played forever, yeah. and the numbers that he put up. But if you if you want to look at a six six year window, seven year window, like I don't know the exact years, but if you go go look at like a five to seven year window, AB put up in Pittsburgh, and it, it, it's arguably the best stretch of, of wide receiver numbers you've ever seen in a row. Yeah. So it, it it is gonna he's he's the best he's one of the best of all time. He should be a first ballot Hall of Famer, surefire. And I don't know if the first ballot thing ever happens because that's not how they work. And I think, especially for like a younger generation, they're gonna see a B as a clown. Yeah. They're, they're they're gonna they're gonna, they're not gonna see him as one of the best wide receivers of all time. And and that's that's the real tragedy in my eyes. So, yeah. and, and the and the fucked part is he had. A real opportunity to to clean that to clean that. Yeah, well, here got one gets, ring. Yeah, goes and gets a Super Bowl, comes back, doesn't do anything, doesn't say anything, and if, if he comes back this year and does the same thing, and then the rest of his career plays it out, that that cleans it up in a massive, massive way. And then he just he, he threw it all the way with the with the fake Vax card and then walking off the field and taking his jersey off. So yeah. it it is a shame. All right, let's move yeah. to Burrow and the Bengals. Because listen <laughs> the last the last two, every week. The last two games for Burrow, he's almost thrown for a thousand yards. It's 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 in the nines, and I think it's like nine fifteen. Pull it up for me. But he, he it's it's just creeping in the nine hundred yards. He has, I think, nine touchdowns, eight or nine touchdowns, and they win the division. He literally goes from not even in the EDC conversation to I think he's number 3 now at plus 1000. Jackpot Joe and everybody loves him. This is a very very This is a very interesting dynamic where he's young, he's a killer, has personality and everybody loves the personality. You know what I'm saying? This is not one of those spots where he's a killer and some people like him and some people don't. This dude is a killer. He's young. He's in a franchise that has been waiting for a guy like this to show up. And now he he has an opportunity to just take the league (coughs) over.
1: This is why teams are in constant search of franchise quarterbacks. That's it. This franchise was dead in the water right? They're dead in the water the year before they got him, obviously, because they end up with the number one pick in the draft. This rookie year, he gets hurt. After he gets hurt, team is dead in the water, right? Can't win a ball game, can't do anything right, afterthoughts. So much so, they even come into this year, and I remember when we talked about the AFC North, I think I had the Bengals third or fourth I did not have. Really? I thought it was. I thought it was the Ravens. and then then the Browns. Maybe I thought the Browns were going to possibly. Steal yeah, I the believed division. in the Browns. Steelers might be the third best team. And all the, the the Bengals. They can't protect Joe Burrow. He's going to get hurt again. They don't have a lot of talent. They drafted a lot of things like that. Look, lo and behold, Joe Burrow shows up this year, and I will tell you every week when we watch the games with Joe Burrow, the most, perhaps second to almost to Aaron Rodgers, the best ball placement I've ever seen in a quarterback joe burrow's receivers running backs tight ends whoever he's throwing the ball to do not have to adjust to make a catch like go back i wish we had the film right now go back watch the film of joe burrow when he throws the ball his receivers just put their hands right here and the ball is right there his his ball placement is absolutely elite it's not like he has a monster arm or is like the most physically gifted quarterback in the world it's just supreme accuracy elite ball placement command He's a winner, obviously. Like you said, teammates love him. Um, I don't know about the rest of that squad. Obviously, Jamar Chase is, is a monster. Um, and uh, who's the other guy? Boyd. Dude, they, got a, Higgins, they got a bunch, they bunch got of receivers, A, of yeah, talent over there, bunch, yeah. a yeah. bunch of receivers that are ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's fun. But this is 100% what a franchise quarterback can do for you. He completely changes your entire organization around in a matter of a year once he starts playing well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, there's really nothing else to say. This team just won the division, came out of nowhere. Um, I don't think that they're gonna threat, threaten anybody for the Super Bowl. They still got some stuff that they need to clean up. He's still a young quarterback, but you couldn't. If you're a Bengals fan, you're looking at the next 15 years and you feel amazing, like regardless of what happens this year, you're like, hey, we're we're in this every single year. Surround this guy with talent, make the right moves um you know they still need to fix that offensive line because you can still get to him a little bit but that but you got the biggest piece on the board taken care of well
0: especially because you look at the division and you thought cleveland was going to be good they don't have a quarterback yeah. Don't have now a quarterback. ben roethlisberger's retiring we're going to get to him in a second and then yeah. lamar jackson's injured and he needs to get a contract yeah and the whole so, team is
1: injured yeah it's, it's just like that and you're in just, position to take just, the division
0: just like that you're the you're the you're the head honcho in the division Right now and going right into next year, like simple yeah. as that, like just like that. I think the ball placement thing is very underrated. It's, because
1: it's ridiculously underrated. No one because, talks about it
0: because listen, <laughs> it's forget about accuracy. There's like accuracy and then there's ball placement because the ball placement is a, is a step above the accuracy tick, right? Yes. Yeah, you're completing passes at a certain percentage. Or when I'm watching you, you're hitting guys. You know, do you do you do you know when a a, a wide receiver like Jamar Chase can go for 260 yards?
1: When he doesn't have to think about catching the ball.
0: When he catches the ball and <laughs> it's not breaking stride, and he's, run, he's, and he's running this. full yeah. speed, and he's not contorting his body and stopping yes. and catching yes. the ball and falling down. You yes. can go for 260 when you're running over the middle. Don't break stride can put your hands out, catch it, and you're still running full speed and you're picking up 40, 50 yards. Listen, every week he has a 70-yard touchdown pass, and that's purely ball placement type stuff.
1: And look, man, we all love the old OBJ catches where he's launching out and doing the one-hands, and guess what? That's not how it's supposed to be. That is making a play on a badly thrown ball. Right? Like he said, with Jamar Chase, he's catching it in stride. So a guy that's that physically talented as Chase. He catches the ball in stride. He's still running. He's faster than everybody. He's bigger than everybody. He just needs to think about making a play after he catches it because the ball's going to be there every time, right? Like, so, you said, like the, the accuracy versus the ball placement. Like, accuracy is getting it there. Ball placement is putting it there. You know what I mean? And Joe Burrow puts the ball there. Like, it, 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 it's uncanny. The ball just drops into the hands. You can go back to the LSU film. It was the same thing. Yeah. Go back to the seven touchdowns against Oklahoma in the first half. It was the same thing. He gets the ball exactly where it needs to be. Where his guy's the only guy who can make a play on it, and that his guy doesn't have to adjust. And if you ask his wide receivers, he's going to make a lot of average and above, slightly above average wide receivers make a lot of money because they're going to look like superstars paying with him, playing with him. So, again, like these guys aren't out here making acrobatic ch- catches in which they fall to the ground afterwards. They're catching in stride and getting receptions after the, or yards after the catch. So, I mean, it, it's elite. It's truly elite level stuff, man.
0: No question. Like, it's it, it's he's coming off the ACL. I thought he would have a little trouble coming off the ACL because, like you said, they still have a hard time, you know, protecting him and that type of thing. But mentally, himself. listen, man, I'm telling you right now, I saw a different guy that I haven't seen in a long time when he was playing the Bears and he threw Oh, was it three interceptions on three straight yeah. passes? Yeah. And he they cut to him on the sideline. No problem. And it looked like he, he had just thrown three touchdowns. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, that's when it like I, we knew he was good. And we were talking about the his, his year against Oklahoma and that year, and some of the best quarterback play in the first half we've ever seen. It's 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 probably the best quarterback season in college football history and i'm a big vince young guy and i get all that but if you go back and look at cam. what burrow did in that lsu year when they won the title it's the second
1: is uh auburn cam for me
0: yeah auburn cam was a big auburn time. Cam was, was just kind of time. different yeah. it didn't really yeah, make yeah. sense <laughs> yeah yeah the cam cam newton auburn was, a, hey, was and, and
1: both and both head coaches got fired after those guys leave so what does that tell you
0: yeah, no facts.
1: Shazik got fired, and but got fired. So, yeah, what does that tell you about how good those guys were? So yeah,
0: yeah, changes, so, your,
1: changes your entire everything.
0: But yeah, mentally he mm-hmm. is very locked. He, all the players love him. He's a different dude right now. Just yeah. Let me ask you this. And we already know what it's like to be in the NFL. It's not about what you did early in the year. It's like that shit doesn't even matter. No, it doesn't matter. What are you? What have you done the last four, or five weeks? How do you look right now, right? And the Bengals have won three in a row. Mm-hmm. They beat the They beat the Broncos. They beat the Ravens, and then they beat the Chiefs to win the division at yep. home. Why not the Bengals? You don't think they can make some noise? You don't think they can make a real run in the AFC? I guess, you know what,
1: I man? I guess maybe I'm just, like, conditioned to be like, no. like, right? Like, just nice story. They won the playoffs. No, nice story, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess with the way that this year is going and there's no real clear-cut favorite anywhere other than the Packers and the NFC, in my opinion, um, who knows? Who knows what could happen, right? I think that he still likes to give the ball away a little bit too much, but he's a young quarterback, so who knows? Those type of things tend to show up in the playoffs. Um uh, so, I think if he keeps playing like that, if he keeps, when your quarterback is playing this hot, look, man, Eli Manning showed you, right? <laughs> All it takes is a hot streak. Yeah. That's it. All it takes is a hot streak at the right time. You get hot at the right time. I know we're going to talk about Ben Roethlisberger, another guy who's benefited from getting hot at the right time. Yeah. Um, anything can happen. When your quarterback is locked in and they're playing at an elite level and they get, in, and they carry that into the playoffs, we've seen it with, Joe Flacco. I mean, name name lesser quarterbacks that we've seen do this. Right. Um, and carried all the way to Super Bowl victory. So when we're talking about a guy with Burrow who clearly isn't a lesser quarterback, has the talent, but is supremely locked in. Anything can happen. That's why the quarterback position that we talk about. Everybody knows it's no secret. That's why the quarterback position is so important. Yeah. That is why you do everything that you can to get a quarterback into the building.
0: Shout out Dante in the comments, yeah. No, no, 100%. Yeah. No, Nick, you're right. Yeah, shout out Dante in the comments. He said crazy because uh, Burrow was average the year before he blew up in college. And I literally texted you that in the group. I'm like, this guy, Burrow, is now in the MVP conversation, and I literally had no idea who this guy was three years ago. I had never heard of him. And I know he had – I actually had heard of him. I I knew he he was a big-time recruit out of Ohio, went to Ohio State, then transferred. And – Hey, you want to know another thing? This is his mentality. All right. I'm not gonna play here at Ohio State in the Big Ten. I'm not gonna go out to the Pac 12. So I'm not gonna go out to the soft ass big uh yeah, Big I'm 12 at Ohio
1: State. I'm gonna go to LSU. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and go down to the SEC and I'm gonna I'm just gonna light it up down there. Like yeah. this is a this I'm telling you, like even small mm. things like that that people don't really talk about. Or no, like he could have transferred to Oregon. Yeah. He could have transferred to wherever. You know what I'm saying? But like he picks LSU. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going let me go play Alabama. Let me go play some real dudes and get and I mean, obviously, I don't know Burrow and don't can't jump into his head, but he he's the type of guy that I would think would say, Let me go get league ready. Can right. I let's see if I can really play? Yeah, can like, I actually play? Yeah, I think I could play. Like, let's go down to the SEC with some dogs and then I'm going to, I'm going to try to play down there. Like you don't really hear about big time recruits going from Ohio state and then having to transfer. Cause apparently they couldn't win the job or didn't get chosen to win the job. Going to, going to sec school to try to make noise. Like it's, it's usually the opposite. So yeah, man, this guy, this guy's different. He, he, he's super locked. Shout out Dante for the comment, man. Yeah, definitely. all right. I know we, uh, I know we're, we're, we're already running out of time, but, Let's jump to Big Ben Roethlisberger. We can keep this one short, bro. Well, what, what, what when you think of Ben, Best, Big Ben Roethlisberger, he's going to retire at the end of the year, allegedly. Yep. And um, so is that
1: what he's saying? Because he's saying last game at Heinz Field is if there's
0: somewhere like he's not planning on going to play somewhere else, is he? Like, well, no. Well, no. They got They play next week because they have one more game. Left. No,
1: no. But I mean, like, it's not like they they don't say like last game is like yeah, like last game doesn't steal it. Like they make it. Oh, it made it. It's been like kind of like vague. Like yeah, I know yeah. he's done in he's done in Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, it's like yeah, I think he's done everywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think they're just saying that the last game okay. in Pittsburgh, like in yeah. in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. But yeah, man when when I when I say Big Ben Roethlisberger, and I think I know where we both stand on him in general. But what do you think the legacy is going to be? What do you think it should be for Big Ben? Well, yeah, depending on what what you would consider era,
1: his era, for me, Ben Roethlisberger is probably the fifth or sixth best quarterback of his era. Won two Super Bowls,
0: won a whole bunch of games, threw a whole bunch of touchdowns. And just so people have a window of I think, I want to say he came in the league in like 2004. Yeah,
1: so if you look at that, yeah, for me, that era would be Brady, obviously, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and beginning Aaron Rodgers, right? So depending on where you put the first half of Rodgers' career, um, I, I would say he's probably fifth to those guys. I can't think, as far as total career and his whole era, I mean, Roethlisberger, say what you want to. I know there's been some ugly stuff on the field and off the field, but say what you want to. Roethlisberger as a starting quarterback is 164-81. and He's won two-thirds of the games that he played in. 66% of the games that he's played in came out victories. He's got two Super Bowl rings. He's always had his team in contention a lot of that is obviously the pittsburgh steelers organization but he's been the face of that he's a guy who's been healthy for most of his career despite never being in shape he's a guy who kind of like james (laughs) harden uses the first quarter of the season to kind of get in shape he's never shown up um in, in elite physical condition but he's always been a threat right he's always been a guy that uh that can cause you a lot of problems so yeah i mean I think that Roethlisberger is probably the fifth or sixth best quarterback of his generation, absolute Hall of Famer, um, and a great career.
0: Let me give you some of these, some of these records that Roethlisberger holds. Most career 500-yard passing games. How many do you think he has? Oh, he has
1: so many. He's got yardage numbers on Roethlisberger are crazy, probably 12,
0: He only has four. He only has four. But five hundred is that's 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 a lot lot of yards. Yeah, Uh, he has four five hundred yards passing game. That's an NFL record. Most completions in a regular postseason games forty seven. Most passing yards in a relief appearance. I don't know what that means. I guess he came in three hundred seventy nine. But for Tommy Maddox, yeah, (laughs) he came in with Charlie Batch.
1: Tommy Maddox,
0: Charlie Batch. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so okay that's whatever that that, that record's that's... whatever but most passing yards in a consecutive in consecutive postseason games 970 that's a yeah, that's ton of yards over two games yeah most touchdown passes in a two-game span How, what what do you think what do you think the record is for most touchdown passes in a two-game span ben roethlisberger holds that
1: didn't he have like back-to-back seven touchdown games or something like that 13 13 or 14
0: yeah it's 12 so yeah, well, yeah, t- yeah. yeah 12 and then, yeah, and then this is the next record: is only player with consecutive games of six plus touchdown passes. So back to back games, he threw six touchdown passes. That's crazy. And then uh, 417 only seventeen touchdowns. Yeah, only player with consecutive postseason games of four plus touchdowns. So in back to back playoff games, threw four tutties. Yeah, I mean. He's a for surefire without a doubt. Surefire, Don't ask me a question, Hall of Famer. <laughs> like, he's a Hall of first Famer. First ballot Hall of yeah. Famer, no doubt about if it. If he
1: was your quarterback, you'd love him.
0: I think this is forever. the classic situation of, for me, do not like the guy, got to respect what he accomplished. Sure. That, that's the easiest. That's the easiest way to put it. I've never been, I was never really a Big Ben fan to begin with. And then the whole bathroom situation, um, allegations, whatever you want to call them. And I don't, I don't even know if they're allegations because you know he served a suspension. A lot of things, a lot of things. There's still a lot of question marks around that situation. But that was obviously the the nail in the coffin for me. I don't, I don't fuck with Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not, I'm not a Ben Roethlisberger guy at all. Um. But if you're talking about on the this is this is the classic remove the art from the person. Classic put him on the field. He had a very, very good career.
1: Great career. Winner. I mean, I forgot he started off his career at 13 straight wins. Remember, he came in as a rookie, they won 13 straight. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then, then, look then look they at, won the
0: Super Bowl in what? His second the Super year? Bowl,
1: second year. You look yeah. at his career, he's only had two losing seasons in his entire career as a quarterback. So I mean, yeah. if you judge your quarterbacks off, that's that's insane. And again, yeah. that's another Steelers stat. Like I think you start looking at as far as a franchise, some of these Steelers winning stats are going to be kind of crazy. Just how little they've been bad. But um, yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I don't. I have no beef with Roethlisberger's career, right? I never thought he was the best quarterback in the league, but I always thought he was up there. And he had some seasons where he was elite. He had some seasons where he was truly elite, right? Like you look at you look at some of these years that he just you know throughout the, the course of his career absolutely man there's no you can't i don't think you can complain with the on-field product at all and he's got two rings that it really the, the conversation stops i've got two rings i don't care when i want them i've got two rings so bye yeah
0: facts no yeah he yeah has, what's he, what's with? he has two rings <coughs> and
1: like and he wasn't a, he wasn't a uh bystander either he was very much involved in those rings.
0: yes very much so and yeah, over his the overall body of work compared to like Eli's is just way better. So
1: yeah, I got two of them things out too. Two
0: rings on top of what he put together over that stretch. Yeah, I mean, he had a really really good career. Separate the yeah. guy on the field, off the field, really really good career. First ballot Hall of Famer. That's so well. all right, we'll leave that there. Let's get you out of here, Nick. Last 10, 10 plus minutes. Let's talk about the NBA. So. The Chicago
1: Bulls, eight winners, eight straight.
0: Eight straight.
1: No Billy Donovan, no problem. I've been. Shut so, up, like my man's going five and zero. What was the guy's name? Whoever this assistant coach is going five and zero. Um, Chris something name? or another. Or, I forget.
0: Yeah, they were giving him Don't be like, well, looking
1: dude. Yeah,
0: while, while showers in the locker room and all types of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but um, but yeah, Bulls have been doing their thing. But before we get to the Bulls, I wanted to talk about. Some point guards because Ja Morant continues to go crazy. They're 26 and 14. And they probably still aren't getting enough love. Because honestly, bro, I don't <laughs> know if that supporting Ja's supporting cast is not,
1: <laughs> it's not all that great. It's a, it's a bunch of grinders.
0: Yeah, it's not all that it's great. Really right? a
1: team full of grinders. This Des, Desmond uh Dylan Brooks, uh Desmond Bain.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Desmond, yeah. So like Desmond, they they're getting a ton of production out of Desmond Baines. So. You're you're a
1: thousand percent correct. They're not getting the credit. They have the fourth best record in the in the West. They're yeah. one of only everybody else after them. Everybody's five hundred or under five hundred, right? There's only four teams in the West that actually have like true winning records. I guess you could say Denver's eighteen and seventeen, but no, he has that squad at twenty four and fourteen. Ten games over with tons of big wins, and him putting in monster performances. Yeah. I I said the other day, Ja moran has superstar tendencies like when you talk about like a superstar when you talk about a guy that changes your franchise. I mean, it's we just talked about joe barrow but you talk yeah. about a guy that changes your franchise like is doing this and wins this team is winning this team is competitive we talked about it at the beginning of the year i said who's the team you don't want to see on a random tuesday night it's the memphis grizzlies and they're showing you why they're giving they're giving it to you every single night and john ja moran is a bona fide legitimate superstar He's doing it in victories.
0: Yeah, fourteen and fourteen and twenty-two last night for thirty-six. Two or four from three. Eight eight dimes, six rebounds, and averaging
1: twenty-five, six and seven on the year.
0: Yeah, and that's on the road in New York. Yeah. So, he's a star. Yeah, I, I feel like. I feel like you want to call him a superstar, but don't want to say why, why are you, why, what's your reservation? Well, on I that?
1: mean, yeah, it, 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 superstar is like, you gotta, let's see what happens in the playoffs. Let's get some deep runs there. But like, he's absolutely on the cusp of superstar. I'm like, if you're, if you're asking my top guys under whatever age, John Moran is right there, right? Like, I think you still would take Luca over him because Luca has potential that, you know, is, 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 is next level shit. But it's funny, we talk about Luka not showing up in shape and all this. That's not the case with John Morant. Like, this dude showed up to an NBA season ready. Like, ready. They got a little bit of success last year in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, he talked um, about it. Like, he's, he's like, like
1: Nah, like, we're not. I'm building on that. Not, yeah, I'm building on that. Like, we're not going to let that just just sit down there. So, I think you look at that. Yeah, the squad isn't dripping with, you know, headline talent. But they got some good players, right? Triple J is a good player. Dylan Brooks is a gamer. right? We talked about the playoffs last year. I'll tell you yeah. one thing. Brooks isn't scared. Right? He's like out. He's too, right? He's, like, they're
0: doing that yeah, when he's, he's out. Been hurt and
1: doing it with some of these guys hurt. Melton. Yeah. You got Melton. You got Bane. You got uh, just a bunch of a bunch of Grinder guys in there. And then all just being led by John Morant playing fantastic basketball. You, you just, he's, just he's need to see You're going for 40. Yeah, I just need to see it doing the playoffs. But he's, a, I mean, for all intents, he went crazy he's a in the playoffs
0: last year, though. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, for all intents, yeah, he's a superstar. Yes. Fuck it. it he's a superstar. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, I get it. I, I get no the I reservation. Mean, like, it is t- yeah. because Superstar kind of because that, that puts you in that Kevin Durant talk. That's that right. LeBron talk, right? Like Superstar is tough. But yeah, I mean, he 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 sh- will be a surefire top three player in the league next season. Like that's where he's, like, that's he's, where he's going. These?
1: Yeah. And and they're winning games. That's the other thing, man. Like it sucks that he plays in a small market. Um, but man, it fits he, him though. He's good. Like, he's yeah, really it. good. Like yeah. it, 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 It's funny, like, you look at the, the Zion situation. I know we've already covered this before, but there's – if if New Orleans could call Memphis right now, offer Zion and five first-round picks, and Memphis would hang up on them. And maybe, <laughs> may, and maybe call them back and hang up again just so they know. <laughs> but it's not a yeah. chance, right? Which yeah. is crazy if I would have said that to you three years ago. But that's how good – I mean, that's how disappointing – Uh, Zion's situation—not his play, but his situation—has been. But that's also speaks to how good John Morant has been. Like he, there's this guy came in the league ready.
0: Yeah, 24 and 14, Memphis Grizzlies led by John Morant. It it is fun, and it's fun. It's fun hoops to watch too. Yeah, this is not some boring ass. These aren't boring buckets. That's for sure. Shout
1: out their coach, uh, Taylor Jenkins. Thought he was a brother.
0: Wasn't a brother, but he's got a brother's name. Shout out Taylor Jenkins, Y'all fired me up last year because I didn't know what Buddy looked like. But I know what Taylor looks like now. If I saw him on the street, saw Taylor dab him up. If I saw TJ on the street, I could dab him now. That's It's all good. (laughs) Uh,
1: But, nah, yeah, spot on, man. John Moran. John Moran is one of them, for sure. No doubt about it.
0: Trey Young drops 56 last night. Mm -hmm. Ant Simons drops 42.
1: We got to see Trigger Trey live last week.
0: After yeah, after his grandfather dies of cancer. So Ant uh, or Simons went off for his grandfather, no doubt. I want to talk about the Hawks and that get, Like, listen, that is my least favorite basketball to watch. Yeah, they're awful to watch. Trailblazers 136, Hawks 131. We saw the Hawks in person last week against the Bulls. We were at the United Center. Shout out our people in the Bulls organization that hooked us up with the with, with the suite. And we kicked it and watched the game. It's my least favorite basketball to watch. Yeah. It is pickup basketball. Uh, there, yeah. There, there's nothing more to it. And I get that, you know, Trey went for 56. But I didn't watch any of that game last night. But I know you
1: know exactly I, what it looked like. I know exactly what it looked like.
0: <laughs> I didn't watch a tick of that game. I know exactly what it looked like. Trey had 20, he was 17 to 26, 7 to 12 from three, 14 dimes. That's a big, 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 big line. 56, 14, and 4. But um But they don't that team is going nowhere. What's like, up with that? They
1: were a great story last year. I get it. But after watching them in person, it, it, it's, it's almost like they they, they had a lot they, of injuries. A, and I get they that. have a disdain for playing defense. Like they they, <laughs> they just they just were it doesn't matter who's injured, like basic NBA concepts of defense were not being followed by that team. Like, just the amount of easy layups that they allow, the amount of second-chance buckets that they allow, the pace that they prefer to play, try to play at. It's just, yeah, they they want to play 136 to 131. But against good teams, the good teams are going to have the 136 and they're going to have the 131. And this thing, yeah, I think that two teams from last year, we should should have seen it coming, Atlanta and and New York, both just massive disappointments from what happened with them uh, last year but Atlanta specifically because they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And this team looks now like they're going to be at the edge of the play-in tournament because they just can't defend anybody. I get they have a bunch of injuries out. Collins is out, but he doesn't help them defensively. Trust me. Watch John Collins basketball. He's not a stopper of any sorts. Uh, So, like, nothing that they have coming back is going to fix their biggest problem. And I think last year when McMillan came in, you know how it goes, new fresh voice. They all apparently hated Lloyd Pierce. So anybody else that wasn't Lloyd Pierce, they were going to listen to. Obviously, McMillan's a smart head coach. You you buy into some of the concepts and principles, and you're going to play a little bit better. But what happened is they got a little bit of success. They're clearly not listening to that anymore. Add that in with the with the kind of shuffling rotation, and that's what you get. Like that team is is they're they're up for sh- them in Dallas are two teams I just, just I, I don't need to watch. And it's crazy because they have transgender players up. that you want to see, but I don't want to watch Luka Doncic or Trey Young play basketball. It's not, their teams aren't fun to watch to me. It's just them. Stand around and watch those guys and then don't play defense.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I, I just said it. Like, I don't know why we didn't have a tech. We, we should have had a whole text message thread going through about why we're on the over for Atlanta, Portland. Dame oh, or yeah. no, Dame. Yeah. Yeah,
1: doesn't matter who's playing. There's no yeah, those two like, teams that are adverse to defense.
0: Yeah, it, it is crazy. <laughs> and I would I oh man, I <clears throat> and you know what, we'll just trans we'll just transition that right over to the Bulls because I would not mind seeing Larry Nance Jr. in a Bulls uniform. Is he available? I mean, who at, gamer man? He's but listen, yeah. there I mean, he's available in my eyes because Portland is going nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. That shit is done. And I think I think Dame wanted to give Chauncey Billups a little chance, but he's got to get out of there, and they need to start that whole shit over. Like, well,
1: they've just been doubling down on. I've been I've been telling you about Portland for years.
0: Literally, I've been, literally I've been we've been, been saying this for tell four years. You for four yeah, years five about years.
1: Portland, they just take what they're good at, double down on it, and don't fix anything that's wrong with their ball club. And hey, we can't defend. All right, cool. Let's get Ennis Cantor and Nurkic. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> and that's our front. That's our back. Our front court, like. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. We do sense not to me.
0: need any more buckets, but let's go <laughs> yeah. get Norman
1: Powell. <laughs> let's go get Norman Powell, who you love.
0: I what love like, Norman, Norman oh, Powell. Oh, I love know? Norman, but he gets, he's a bucket. A bunch getter. Of buckets. That's all like, he does. Yeah, they, they don't need they didn't need, they didn't need any more buckets. That's no, not needed, what they eat, were lacking, was buckets. You
1: needed some guys who can play defense and some versatility. Yeah, like so they they've, they've been doing that forever. That you're right, that situation's over. Dame has just been keeping them afloat the last few years, but I think he's just kind of done with it this year. So, yeah, those are just teams yeah. going nowhere. At some Dante point, you gotta be like, yeah, we're a team going nowhere.
0: Yeah, Dame should have asked for a trade three years ago. I think Dame and his loyalty thing is gonna, is gonna, has clipped him off a couple really good years he could have had and for maybe sure. some titles somewhere else. But Should've he'll get out close. of there. I think he's out of there after this year. He has to yeah, be. because I think, because he, he, I think be. he was trying to get out of there last year. Remember, I remember yeah. we talked about this. Yeah, he like, was dropping the hints all over the I'm place. I'm like, listen, let's not forget what Dame said. I know we're going into the year and he's there, but he blatantly said he didn't want to be there. And yeah. he he decided he was gonna stay, so it went under the radar, but he still feels that way. He's out. Yeah, right. he still feels that way, hundred percent. All right, before I'm gonna get you out of here on this. What um Javante <laughs> is out two to four with the groin. He's I a really important guy. he's a really important player for us. Very
1: important player.
0: He's an extremely he's, important player. 6'6",
1: utility knife.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep a close eye on that, and we'll see you know how they look Yo, without him when with they're not the playing in
1: Orlando. With the way this team is rolling, though, it's almost it's like man, they're 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 just plug and play. Like that's been the the most impressive thing.
0: It seems it's that only way. So many, but, more, so many guys you can run out of, but yeah. Well, listen, but listen, listen to the last three games. It seems that way, but DeRozan hits at the buzzer. Yeah, twice. Or I, I, maybe the last four games, DeRozan hits at the buzzer. We go to the Atlanta game. They don't have any players. <laughs> Atlanta's yeah. playing me Literally, you. like, who is this guy? Yeah, who, who are these people? Atlanta's playing nobody. In the, in the stadium. <laughs> so we blow that out. Then we have DeMar at the buzzer. Then we go to Indiana. We have DeMar at the buzzer again. Then we... No, I think we had Indiana first and then Washington buzzer. Yeah, Indiana, yeah. then Washington. So back-to-back buzzer beaters that we need to get those Ws. And then we come out completely lackluster last night and look terrible against Orlando because maybe
1: Wendell's Wendell Carter hard. is getting
0: some buckets. <laughs> My guy talks me, he's like, man, did y'all give up on Wendell too early? I'm like, no, this is classic
1: Wendell. I was yeah. like, you could watch Wendell for one game and think he's the greatest player ever, but you watch him for 20 and you
0: hate him. Yes. No. So <laughs> this is one of those things. Was that Terry? Yeah. I already know that was Terry. Like, oh boy, y'all sure? Y'all should? Yeah,
1: this
0: dude's hooking. I'm like, nah. Nah. (laughs) You can Um, have (laughs) him. So, but what I'm getting at is we've, yeah, we've won eight in a row and they've looked good and it's been a lot of fun. But I I think some of these, (laughs) we haven't haven't been 100% in months. I can't remember the last place? time we were 100 percent right? I've been 100 percent since the beginning of
1: the year. Yeah. I mean, Zoe's, Zoe's been out now. He's in the protocol.
0: Yeah, and I guess that's a lot of teams, right? But yeah, but like Caruso's not in the protocol. Uh, like that's a, that's an injury. Javante now is on back. the groin.
1: Yeah.
0: Jamar is going ballistic and will continue to go ballistic because I think he's, he's just so super, he's just super locked right now. And that relationship he has with Levine is very, very good. But I'm worried that. Some of these injuries are going to start to catch up with us. I think we need some more bodies. We need some more bench scoring. We talked about that, but I'm looking forward to seeing what because you know how the bear when we're watching the Bears, they' it seems like they're not watching the same game we're watching. They're just not aligned yeah. with what I I know. AKMEC, but we're what we're, we're looking at. They're like, yo, man, we need some help in a yeah. couple spots, and I think and hopefully they go get it. Yeah. So I'm gonna just leave don't. you here on this. I'm gonna leave hey, you here look, on this. Go ahead, real quick. Give your give your boy Kobe his flowers though. Yeah, he's been playing well. Hooping. Well, listen, this is – well, that's all – We knew he could hoop, though. Like, yeah. We knew he could score. He just – it just hasn't been very consistent, and that's what he's been doing the last, I don't know, 10 days, right? Like, he's been scoring the basketball, and he's been hitting – he's been picking us up, and we've been – in a lull, a little bit on the offense. And then we needed buckets. He's been going to get them. So, and we got and we got Mac McClung, man. Shout out those uh, dudes in the, in the suite. <laughs> I've never seen that, anybody
1: happen there Mac McClung came in the game. Yeah,
0: that we were in the suite last <laughs> week, and that McClung came in, and people lost it. These white people went ballistic. <laughs> it's like, like, McClung. Oh, it's McClung, bro, McClung. go get a bucket. <laughs> so yeah, he's on his second ten day. So shout out Mac. Um I'm gonna leave you here on this Demar MVP talk. <laughs> What is your, what is even your MVP criteria, and then that that'll answer if Demar should be in the conversation or not. I mean, if you remove that, how,
1: that person's value to the team, right? Like that person's value to the team based on the team's performance. And if you look at it under that criteria, Demar Derozan is a hundred percent an MVP candidate. Like he he is an MVP, candidate. he's a top four MVP candidate, right? Like I think right there with KD, right there with Giannis, right there with uh, LeBron. I don't know, uh, who, LeBron. LeBron. LeBron is, is, should be fucking unanimous MVP every year because that, that team, team might have th- three ball three wins without LeBron. Yo, real being shit. carried by a 37-year-old superstar. It's, it's kind of a shame. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, LeBron, those guys. But DeMar is right there. You look at the impact on the team. You look at the game winners. You look at the, the what he does for us in the fourth quarter. You look at the pressure that he takes off of Zach. You look at how, I mean, let's be honest, DeMar changed the culture of the Bulls. Like, I'm, I'm, it's crazy we're saying this. DeMar DeRozan. Change the culture on the Bulls. That was the number one signing that made a huge difference for us. It's just Obviously, a great though, fit, man. Who Betray, Those are great. But like the, the fit has been crazy. I was talking to somebody from Boston last night and he was telling me about how Brown and Tatum don't work together and they have to get rid of one of those guys. And I'm sitting here like that's what they said was going to be the case with DeMar and Zach. And it's been the exact opposite. Yeah. So, well, I mean, that that's it. He is an MVP candidate and if he keeps it up and don't let all these other guys get injured, knock on wood, I don't want to see anything happen to KD or Giannis. But Demar is right there, like he, he is headed towards the top five MVP finish.
0: If you did one of those graphics where you take the face away and you put the team record up and took and didn't put the name on the team, put the team record up, the stats, and then you had to like pick who who should be in the MVP race, you pick his graphic without knowing sure. who it was, without a doubt, yeah. or, or or any of that, right? So yeah, I agree with you hundred percent, and we can we should have a real conversation about Jason Tatum.
1: Yeah, like a, right like a yeah, we will. Yeah, we can Like
0: a like a real one.
1: Yeah, I'm talking about because,
0: Kobe. What? Kobe? That's a,
1: in his in his eyes. He's he's Kobe. Oh, I mean, <laughs> he looks in the mirror and he sees he sees Bean. Like
0: yeah, hell, that's me. So yeah, So we can I I'm actually I want to hear it because I want to get a couple people. We, we should. I'm gonna have. I want to have yeah, somebody gonna, on to talk about
1: panel on this I, one. Yeah, yeah. I, I that.
0: think that's a really interesting Boston situation in general. because
1: yeah, yeah, because. You shouldn't be that bad with two guys of that. Those two guys
0: should have you eight games above five hundred just by showing up to the arena every night. But that's the thing, man. If you watch them, you get why they're so bad. Like yeah. you get, like if you watch their offense too, it's like it's hot potato. And, yeah, yeah. What is this? This is yeah. not. This is. There's Look, no team coach in the, this shit at the, all. The
1: brother's not going to make it too long in that position. I'll saying yeah. that right Yeah. Now. My, man's, my
0: man, my man, start looking for new work. Yeah. He's <laughs> not going to make it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll leave it there, Nick. I know you got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. For Big Nick the Quick, I'm your host, Sean Little. Man. Make sure you know the deal. Make sure you subscribe everywhere. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever. We're everywhere. YouTube, you know the deal. No catch-up sports on in Chicago. We'll see y'all next week.